Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Sunday, March 11th, 2018, and welcome to a special edition of WWS Revolution. Of course, this is episode 471. As of course, as we as we've been talking about all week long, this is our prediction show for WWE Fastlane 2018. This is Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you as we get set to talk about here all the matches here that will be taking place here this or later on this evening. Of course, uh, WWE Fastlane 2018, of course, will be on the WWE Network here a little bit later on this evening. Joining me, of course, right now to, to, to give his, to give their points of view here, of course, on the pay-per-view this afternoon. Uh, I have on with me right now the Iceman, J.D., Jared DiGirolamo. Of course, he's a 2015 and 17 WWS Hall of Famer. He's also part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. <clears throat> and on the chat box here uh, with me, to, uh, with us this afternoon is, of course, a newly inducted 2018 WWS Hall of Famer and, of course, the current Ultimate Movie Trivia Challenge World Heavyweight Champion, the Rattlesnake, and Neil Patel here has joined us here as well. Let's welcome J.D. and Neil to our special edition of Revolution, episode 471, prediction show for Fastlane 2018. <clears throat> J.D. and Anil, welcome, gentlemen. I think that's all that needs to be said. <laughs> okay. And uh, we say, ladies and gentlemen, this will be, we'll be pretty much talking about all the matches that will take place here later on this evening at Fastlane 2018. And uh, our Actually, point no, of view this here... is what you need to say. Okay, go ahead and tell me. It's not that far away from WrestleMania, believe it or not, folks. So get ready. The cars are revved up and ready to go. Absolutely. And, of course, if you want to join us here, ladies and gentlemen, to give your take on everything going on with Fastlane this evening, please feel free to give us a call here, one seven two four 
444-7444, call ID 138055-POUND, press that one if you want to chime in on anything we have to say. Plus, also, ladies and gentlemen, our live video feed this, evening, this afternoon comes from WWUS Network News page. If you want to join us uh, through there, of course, it's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWUSWWNews. Let's go ahead and get things going here, folks, <clears throat> as we, of course, run through here. First off, we'll run through all six matches here. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me here, coming up here, um, excuse me here, uh, we, yeah, this is what I want right here, yeah, there you go, and then run through, like I said, of course, now, we, well, of course, earlier in the week, we did talk about there was going to be four matches at this, but now, as of this past Tuesday night on SmackDown, two more matches were added onto the card, so now six matches here will be taking place here <clears throat> this, e- this, this evening here at Vaseline. Uh, first off here, uh, let's, uh, yes. Let's run down here what everyone has said thus far here uh, to give everyone, and uh, then I'll get JD's and Anil's take here so far with, with their picks. And, of course, uh, I think we had one bet out of this, I think, we were, that we talked about. Uh, of course, the predictions so far have been made by the Iceman here, Jared D. Girolamo, also the Rattlesnake and Neil Patel. We also have him from the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie. And, of course, earlier, earlier today, we did, get some, we did get him in from the last kicker, Anne-Marie Rickenbach. Let's, let's run down here all the matches here that will take place. First off, of course, the six-pack challenge for the WWE title. Uh, <clears throat> JD, John, and Anne have chosen AJ Styles to retain that championship, while Fonzie and Emil have chosen uh, John Cena to pick up the win and the title. The, uh, let me see what else we have here. Yes, the U.S. singles match for the U.S. title, of course, Bobby Roode taking on RKO himself, Randy Orton. Uh, we do have here uh, J.D., Ann, and Emil have chosen Bobby Roode to retain, while John and Fonte have chosen Orton to win it. Uh, <laughs> the uh, Let me see here. Uh, the tag team match, of course, the Usos taking on the New Day. We don't know in what form of the New Day they're going to compete as. But we do have here J.D., is the only one that has chosen the New Day to win it. Uh, John, Fonzie, Ann, and Emil have chosen the Usos to retain. Believe it or not. Interesting. Uh, also here, of course, the women's match, the set match for the SmackDown Women's Championship, Charlotte defending against the leader of the Riot Squad, Ruby Riot. Uh, pretty much every, well, everybody here has said Charlotte to, will retain that title. Uh, the uh, two extra matches that we had, that were, of course, <clears throat> added on to the mix earlier in the week, of course, Shinsuke Nakamura taking on Rusev here. Uh, everybody has said Nakamura will win this match. Uh, Becky Lynch and Naomi taking on Natalya and Carmella was the other match that was added on here. Everybody has said that Becky and Naomi will win win <clears throat> will win uh, uh, this matchup here. So. Uh, Based on what and based on what we have talked about so far, JD, uh, how do you think Fastlane is shaping up to be? Well, I mean, there's some things that are predictable and to be expected. There's some things, however, that unfortunately, however, are not predictable. How like will we see a surprise? However, like the rec- a record being broken, will we see a cash in? I mean, there's some good things out of this, but overall, I mean, it's going to be a little choppy at best. I'm hoping it's a little bit better than the Elimination Chamber, but. I don't think it's going to be all that great, really, in my opinion. Certainly, And Neil, did you have any thoughts and opinions on this? Uh, and while we get your while we get your thoughts about oh, this, I should be here in a few minutes. Okay. 
And uh, while we get Neil's thoughts on this, uh, I do want to reiterate here. I think JD did talk. We did talk about this earlier in the week here on uh, I do believe it was Raw Radio on Monday afternoon. This past Monday afternoon, uh, there was a bet. Let me hear Raw bet. There was a bet that, that was made here. Uh, JD, would you care to reiterate which, what bet that was? Um, was it the was it the WWE title match? JD, yeah, me. What? Yeah, yeah. Do you? Uh, do you there was a there was one bet that was made here from. Uh, from oh, the, the Cena AJ Styles match. Yes, the six pack uh, challenge here. Um, uh, do you? Um, I think it was made between. Uh, John and uh, uh, Fonzie. John and Fonzie as. Yes, and, and I, the stakes are, however, if John Cena wins, however, we play John Cena's old Thugonautics team, however, and if AJ Styles wins, we play AJ Styles team at the start of Raw Radio Monday. Okay, all right. Okay, so that was so far pretty much the only bet, because pretty much everybody, um, the only other, well, of course, the U.S. title match had um, pretty much everybody, uh, three out of five saying uh, Bobby Roode will retain uh, the women's title match, everybody chose Charlotte. The tag title matches, uh, the tag title, yeah, the tag title match, tag title match, excuse me, I get tongue-tied there. Um, everybody except you, J.D., picked the Usos, you picked the New Day. Uh, Naomi and Becky versus Natty and Carmella, everybody chose uh, Naomi and Becky to win this. And also... Um, and of course, Nakamura and Rusev. Uh, everyone pretty much chose Nakamura to win this. Um, I'll, I'm also going to go ahead and get mine out here as well. Uh, <clears throat> Neil did say about the pay-per-view here. His opinion. He says that the match card is pretty decent, and the matches are very predictable. That's according to Neil right there. Uh, <clears throat> so there, there's his there's his take on it. Let me go ahead and give you my quick review here. Um, the U.S. title match, I picked uh, Bobby Roode to retain. Uh, the WWE title match, I chose, also chose AJ to retain that belt. Women's title match, I also agreed that Charlotte would retain that title. Tag title match, uh, J.D., you're not alone in your pick. I also chose the New Day as well. Um, <clears throat> the match between uh, the women's tag match, I also chose Becky and Naomi. And also Nakamura and Rusev, I chose Nakamura to win that match. So, uh, pretty much, uh, um, kind of back and forth here a little bit with this. Uh, <clears throat> of course, obviously, this will have good implications on WrestleMania 34 coming up here. And, uh, of course, also, this is also, and J.D., you can, uh, as you mentioned, you mentioned to us uh, the other week, that Fastlane would be the pretty much the last pay-per-view that will that will have superstars from only one brand, because I believe you did state after WrestleMania 34 they're going to all be yeah holding on with uh, they're all going to have Raw and all the pay per views oh, even the smaller ones yeah. are supposed to be having Raw and SmackDown talent listed. Um, you, in your opinion, I think you stated this before. In your opinion, is this a good idea? Yeah, it starts in May, I believe. No, no, I'm asking your opinion about it. Is this a good idea? Uh, well, let's hope. I mean, we'll have to wait and see, but you never know. Okay. Okay. Well, of course, ladies and gentlemen, this is, of course, a SmackDown pay-per-view. 
the theme song uh, for Fast Lane tonight is Lean Back by Sir. I have not heard of that band. Uh, Tap Out is the sponsor. Uh, of course, it'll be tonight from the Nationwide Arena in, of course, you got to say in the old fashioned, just like the, on that old Piper's Pit segment, uh, Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> from the Ohio State University. Oh, is that where Ohio State is? Oh, yep. okay. And then tomorrow oh. night we will be in Detroit Rock City, and it will be rocking tomorrow night because we got Brock Lesnar showing up with Paul Heyman. Apparently, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens there. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> is it uh, is it pretty much like I said? Uh, does everybody pretty much, in your opinion, you feel is going to be on their toes? Uh, going between now and WrestleMania here. They have sure. to be. Almost, I think so. Yeah, you have to be at this point. I mean, you got less than four weeks to go, however. And you've got to really just... I mean, last week, however, you took your foot off the gas after... You've been taking your foot off the gas a lot since the Rumble, huh? and now you got to put the pressure back on. I mean, yes, they do have some of the matches listed, like the Rousey thing, like we've heard about the Roman Brock thing. And uh, the women's match still has not been solidified yet. That's the one thing everyone's wondering. What's going on with the whole women's match involving Oscar? I mean, is she going to face Charlotte? Is she going to face Alexis? Is she going to face Nia? Sasha? Bailey? We don't know about that. The tag thing is up in the air right now on both brands. I mean, they haven't really quite hammered it down just yet, but they better start doing it in the next week or two, this week or next week, however, because if not, how are you going to go into the end of March, how are in big trouble? Are they make? Are they pretty much having Asuka to hold off a little bit? I would think Tuesday? after until tonight, yes, because I think they'll wait till tomorrow or Tuesday because Tuesday they're going to be in Indy, and then next mm-hmm. week you're in Dallas after St. Patrick's Day. Next Monday and Tuesday, Howard back-to-back tapings there next week. However, when you head down to Texas, however. So if you don't do it this week, Howard, you could do it next week after St. Patrick's Day. But I think you ought to get a couple more matches in this week and next week, and then you can clean up whatever you have to do at the end of the month. But like I said, you're looking at the clock now. Today's the 11th, and uh, today, I mean, I'm just trying to think out, 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 out of my head here. I mean, March has, what, 31 days, right? That's, that's correct, yeah. Okay, yeah. So you got 20 days as of now. So you got about four weeks from today. The biggest show of the year, your Super Bowl, you're going to have to really, really gun for it, like go straight now. You're going to have to basically stay on the right road, how and not veer off course in the next four weeks. Right. So you're going to have to, uh, this weekend, next weekend, have to find a way to step it up. Right. One quick thing I wanted to also ask you, J.D., I did actually report this yesterday on Power Hour during our small... And I'm list. sorry I could not make it to a fire obligation again. I've, I've been missing a lot of those lately. I'm sorry, people, but family obligations do come ahead of time sometimes. We had it late yesterday anyway, so that's okay. But okay, but go on. Quick, I'll, make one, I'll make it quick. I read it on 411 sure. Mania yesterday that uh, they're t- still talking about the, they have it, have it up in the air as to who Shane McMahon is going to face at WrestleMania, and they're now saying... Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, I heard that too this morning. I read a little bit of that early this morning too, a couple of uh, very early this morning. Yeah, I, I don't get that at all. I just think it's stupid. I think Shane should just stay out of this this year. Last year it was AJ Styles, which was a good match. This year, do we really need to have Shane back in Mania for the third year in a row? I mean, two years ago was The Undertaker, which was a all right match at best, even though we know how Taker's getting up there in years. And that's another thing, too. Do we see The Undertaker show up this week? Because that has not been solidified yet as a go match, however. I mean, we might not know, like I said, till this week or next about John Cena. Because if John Cena wins tonight, however, 
Just say, for instance, if he does, where does that yeah. leave AJ Nakamura? That's going to turn it, and that's going to make that match still good. But now you take the luster and the hype that has been built up for the title, however, out because John Cena had to play his Hulk Hogan card and say to management, oh, I should deserve this for the 17th time. I should be on top of it again, however. I was promised this. You promised me this. No, Cena, you've had a good career. Don't get me wrong. But I think it's time to, like John, like The Undertaker and Anyone else would agree with me on this. I think it's time to start scaling back your TV appearances. How yeah, you're getting to more acting and side projects outside wrestling, which is good. And plus, you got your supposed wedding coming up with Nikki. But it's time to just really, just you know, retire. You've had a great career. You, there's nothing else you can prove to anyone unless you think you can beat the Undertaker and once and for all end his career. But again, like we said about the Undertaker before last year, I think you saw him in the ring for the last time possibly against Roman. But like I said, if you make him fight again this year against uh, uh, John Cena, then what are you trying to prove? What are you trying to prove? You've had more than a great career, but like I said, I don't think you need to prove anything anymore. Like Cena and Undertaker don't need to prove anything anymore. They've done their time. It's a young man's game anymore. You've got the younger generation upcoming for the, like, whether it be guys, I mean, that are in the same boat they are or younger than them, like the Romans, the Brock Lesnar's and that. But at the same time, WWE right now is... Sort of, I wouldn't say sinking, but they're keeping their feet and head above the water. They're basically treading at this point. And like I said, with four weeks to go to WrestleMania, you still don't know some of the matches that are going to be booked tonight. Again, with the Shane Ziggler thing, I cannot see that happen, and I, w- and I hope they don't go that way. I really don't, because I don't think it would be proper. I mean, Shane had a great match last year compared to the year before. But what does Shane have to prove this year, other than teaming up with Dolph Ziggler to take on Shane and KO, however? I mean, that thing has feud between Shane, KO, and Sammy has been going on since last fall. It's time to end it once and for all and just bury it. If Shane wants to do something this year, just come out as a guest spot maybe, however, to honor, like, some, like, one of the legends, however. Like, uh, be a part of, like, a... Uh, in some capacity, maybe, I don't know, be a, not a ring announcer, but a commentator like he used to early in his career. Do something like that. Don't get back in the ring and prove that you're worth anything, Shane. You've done fine the last couple of years. I mean, yeah, the Undertaker match was a little long a few years ago in Dallas, don't get me wrong, and you got lucky because you thought you could beat the Undertaker. Well, guess what? That didn't happen. Last year, how you and AJ put on a pretty good opener, however. This year, however, I mean, what, what else do you have to prove? Nothing in my eyes. Nothing. Well, yeah, because see, they even said in the story of 411 Mania that, what, of course, like I said, that, that sound kind of sound preposterous. Why in the world they would put Shane and Ziggler together when there's actually they've had no storyline together? Unless they tease it tonight, start teasing it tonight, however, and if not tonight, then definitely Tuesday in Indianapolis, because which is where SmackDown is, however, I think that's the way they're going. But I just. I don't see it happening, but like I said, we still have a few things. I'm sure they still have a few more loose ends to tie up. Like I said, the next few weeks, this week and next week, I think are going to be really, I would say, more than anything, unlike the final two weeks, however, the go-home show maybe, depending on how they're doing by that time. But this week and next week, this season, these next two weeks are going to be the critical point of your whole season right now, I feel. Well, sure. I would definitely agree with that. I definitely would agree because like, then you start really getting on the ball, like you said, about four weeks before the big dance there indeed. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, good points all around there, J.D. Thank you very much here, sir. Uh, let's give you this one more time here, ladies and gentlemen, one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call ID one three eight zero five five pounds This is episode 471 of Revolution Special Edition. Uh, of course, our, fast, our prediction show for Fastlane 2018. 
Mr. Debbie U.S. Chad Hinshaw, the Iceman, Jared DiGiromo, and the Rattlesnake and Neil Patel here joining join me here. Well, since we got a few minutes to kill and no one else has come online, why don't we kick around this topic and maybe get everyone's opinion about this, uh, Anel, you, me. Let's talk about the Hall of Fame class this year. What kind of Hall of Fame class we're seeing this year? Okay. I mean, first, I mean, first off, we got the we got Goldberg and the Dudleys, well deserved, very yes. well deserved. I feel because especially the Dudleys, because you cannot argue they're the great one of the best teams of all time. Goldberg, somewhat well deserved too. Uh, the uh, whole thing with that kid, however, who wins the Warrior Award, good for him. I've said my piece about them. That's very classy, very going to be very emotional, no doubt as is the case every year when you see the Warrior Award. And like I said, what makes it even more special this year, you can have not only Daniel Bryan and Dana Warrior there, supposedly I've heard now, I think Connor the Crusher's dad might be a part of this this year, however, and give, be a part of the ceremony too, in giving this young man the award. So that is well-deserved for this young man. Um, as far as the newest Hall of Famers that have come in in the last few weeks, uh, let's talk about Ivory, Jeff Jarrett, and uh, who was it? I think with them, who was the other one? Let's see. I know Goldberg. I know the Dudleys. Um, you, you said you said the the young man who who received the Warrior Award. Yep. Uh, I heard Ivory. Ivory yep. and Jeff Jarrett. Um, now I've Jeff heard Jarrett. the one name I did hear earlier yeah. before I came on today. The one name I did hear. I don't know if you guys heard this yet or not. And they're going to be, of course, based out of Detroit tomorrow night. Uh, they'll probably announce the next person. And, and I've said this name before. And I don't know why they're doing it because he was here in Pittsburgh last night doing his show. Why are they going to involve Kid? There's talk Kid Rock might go in. Why? He does not deserve it. I'm sorry. Kid He's Rock. Not, yeah, Kid Rock's from Detroit. <laughs> so you think? Yeah. So you think tomorrow night with them being Detroit, they will announce Kid Rock as the celebrity this year? They're going to have. They probably will. And that's stupid. I feel. That's dumb. Well, I mean, I mean, what, what's 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 uh, you know, I mean, I'm I'm sure that in some capacity he's been been the. And it's had some sort of connection to the WWE. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I think what was it? he did what one or two theme songs for the Undertaker. I think? I think so. And he also and he also whenever they come to Detroit, usually sometimes if he's not on tour or whatever, he always was a fan. He was always at the old Joe Louis Arena. I know on old Raw shows and SmackDown shows and pay per views. He's been there a couple times when they've been there for pay per views. But I'm sure he'll unless he's on tour tomorrow night. How I'm sure he'll be sitting front row and center at the new uh, arena there in Detroit Rock City. Maybe, but I just I heard a report this afternoon that they may announce him tomorrow. I just don't get that. But getting back to the Hall of Fame, the two Hall of Famers. First off, Ivory. Okay, she was all right. Don't get me wrong. She was an okay, not great, but a fair, in my opinion, fair women's wrestler. Jeff Jarrett. I've said my piece about him. I mean, yes, I understand this. I'll be back in a second. I'll continue this conversation in a minute. But let's see what I'm going to say. I'll be right back. Okay. All right. While, while J.D., uh, like I said, uh, step away for this moment, uh, let me go ahead and also mention, too, I think this, this past Monday night on Raw, they did announce one other, and, uh, of course, being Hillbilly Jim, who was a real staple back in the 80s around the time of, uh, of course, uh, uh, wrestling with, uh, <coughs> around with, of course, guys with uh, Hulk Hogan. I think Hulk Hogan really kind of spearheaded his career. Uh, also, we remember the infamous six-person tag at WrestleMania three, in which okay, uh, um, and Keith and Bundy were involved in that with, of course, several of the smaller wrestlers back in the day. Okay, uh, I'm back. Real quick. Yeah, real quick. And, and I'm going to think it quick with Jeff Jarrett. Before I do, though, uh, if fans listening or any baseball fans listening, we do we did hear the deal now official with Ariata. It is three years, seventy-five million. Oh yeah! Oh, that's right. Oh, 
So he's just signed. He signed with the folks. So it's a three-year, seventy-five million dollar deal, which is what twenty-five million a year. Yeah. For three wow. years, for, for leaving Chicago to go to Philly, a subpar team. But getting back to Jeff Jarrett real quick, my last piece about Jeff Jarrett. I've said this about him. I mean, don't get me wrong. He has talent, and it's because of his daddy and because of the whole Memphis territory thing that he's wrestled in over the years. The thing was, the times he was in WCW and WWE, he basically brown-nosed his way in, especially in the latter part of WCW when he was Vince Russo's puppet for the longest time. And he's been Vince Russo's puppet for 20 years. And I hope to God, I'm praying to God, that WWE does not bring him into the Hall of Fame that weekend, however, in four weeks, and say, you're the one presenting Jeff Jarrett. That would be a major slap to the fans' face, in my opinion. Well, of course it would be. I mean, I mean but I got to get rolling here. I hate to cut it short. I will continue this conversation tomorrow. And now I will see you tomorrow. Chad, enjoy the pay per view. I will try to reach you in the morning at some point. And everyone else, whoever else comes on, whether it be uh, GTS and Michelle Town, I said, hey, along with John. And I will catch everyone on the flip side tomorrow for Raw Radio. Yes, sir. Thank you very much, sir. JD, for popping on. We do really appreciate it. We'll pass on, sir. Thank you very much. That, of course, I said was the Iceman, Jared D. Geronimo. Of course, he. Uh, 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 it was able to pop on for a few moments, and we do appreciate uh, his point of view on everything. Uh, but, 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 but like I said, to reiterate everything that J, what J.D. was talking about here with the uh, WWE Hall of Fame 2018 uh, lineup here, uh, yes, number of well-deserved ones here. Obviously, Goldberg and the Dudleys obviously are your, your top two here, in my personal opinion. Uh, Ivory... Um, you know, we, and that that's a name that had not been heard in any wrestling circles here in a long time, except if you go on YouTube and watch a lot of her matches here, of course, regardless before and after the right to censor thing. Um, uh, but she was she was a great, nonetheless, she was a great competitor and all that, and had some uh, and had some uh, <clears throat> great uh, great moments there as well. Um, and like JD did say, Jeff Jarrett. Of course, I think Jeff Jarrett was possibly the one that really shocked everybody because you got to also keep in mind that Jeff Jarrett had not been heard on any circles involving you know WWE. You know, like we've we talked about since 1999. So it's been quite a long time since about 19 years since you know since since WWE has any has had any has had any sort of contact or has mentioned anything regarding Jeff Jarrett at all whatsoever, even. Of course, like I said, during the, his days in the, you know, WCW, of course, whenever he was a part of the Four Horsemen, he did the slap nuts thing towards the end of the, his, uh, end of the WCW uh, era and everything like that. But nonetheless, it was, like I said, a uh, 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 surprise to everyone here because I also, like I mentioned too, Hillbilly Jim, uh, as I mentioned here before, uh, who, a very big-time competitor, you know, really well-known like, uh, back in the 80s. Uh, of course, Hulk Hogan was one of those who was really instrumental in his career. Uh, a lot of people remember him, of course, for the infamous six-man tag, Hibbley um, Jim and two uh, uh, little wrestlers, um, or, of course, as they used to use the term midget all the time, but we don't use that term that often, taking on King Kong Bundy and two, uh, small, two, small, two smaller wrestlers as well. Uh, of course, remember the infamous moment that happened right at WrestleMania three back in 1987. Uh, but nonetheless, I mean, Hillbilly Jim, uh, of course, has been still been, I think, a part of WWE for quite a while as an agent and also uh, instrumental in a lot of things regarding uh, still involved in wrestling in some capacity. Uh, but 
hard to believe, like I said, a, a man, uh, you know, why, you know, a lot of these guys here, you know, waiting to come in here into the Hall of Fame big time, <clears throat> this lady here, but, but we're glad, you know, that some of these names are, you know, they're, they're recognizing a lot of these, um, but we got some good, uh, we got some good, good names going in here so far, uh, like we said, um, go, I think your top ones here obviously would have to be Goldberg, obviously the Dudleys. I would also have to say maybe Jeff Jarrett would be another one as well. Uh, Ivory and Hillbilly Jim, of course, not too far off. Uh, of course, the young man who was recipient of the Warrior Award. They have some always some great, um, great stories, you know, for folks who who they feel is worthy of being being the recipient of this fine award here each and every year, of course, to honor the legacy of the Hall of Famer, the Ultimate Warrior. Of course, sadly, is no longer with us, but I'm sure he would be proud of seeing all of these terrific, terrific people, you know, going in each and every year. Of course, like we, like this all started out with, of course, Connor the Crusher, and then, of course, uh, <clears throat> we did have the, the, the football player who, um, who uh, of course, became, para, became a paraplegic, but... Uh, but of course, continuing to do a lot of work. Eric Legrand, remember that. Joan London, I think another year went in, cancer survivor. Uh, and then of course this this young man right here, Jarius J.J. Robertson, uh, a really t- a really tell all story right there. I think it's a real big moment, kind of emphasizing you know the, <clears throat> the the embodying the spirit of the Hall of Fame. So, uh, but but what a great great lineup that we have here. And, and of course, as J.D. did mention, there's a possibility, there's been some talk around that they may end up putting, uh, they may end up putting, as, as, as someone I think that in, in their celebrity wing, they may end up putting Kid Rock, yes, the, the singer, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, he's had some connection with WWE, uh, but, uh, but right now we're not, we're, we are kind of unclear about that here. Uh, they say he's supposed to be in, in on Monday night, on in the crowd for Monday night Raw on that tomorrow night. So I think they're supposed to be making that announcement, but we'll have to wait and see what happens on Raw uh, tomorrow night, <clears throat> indeed. But uh, all in all, a great Hall of Fame class this year, and like I said, very very worthy. Uh, as to who will induct these people, these folks in, we have not really heard as to as to that capacity. So we'll have to wait and see what happens with that. Let's go run this, give it to you one more time, 1724-444-7444, call ID 138055-POUND. This is episode 471 of the Mothership WWS Revolution special prediction show for WWE Fastlane 2018. Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw on the line, as well as I have the Rattlesnake and Neil Patel on the chat box here uh, this afternoon. Our, our thanks here to the Iceman, Jeremy Drama, for stopping by and giving his take on the course, uh, the matches that we've had, we have listened for Fastlane and given his thoughts and opinions on the predictions that he, that he and others have made. As of my, uh, of course, as you know, myself, uh, uh, <clears throat> um, and I do believe that Ralph thing is going to give us a quick call on the line here for just, just a short moment. Uh, but in the meantime, we, we hope also to hear from the, from the human, I'm sorry, Keen W.O. Jamar T. Smith and the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds, but we have not heard from them yet. Uh, hopefully, we'll have them on here 
um, the next few moments, um, get their take on what will take place at at the pay-per-view here. Uh, but in the meantime, I'm going to go ahead and run down here, of course, my predictions as well as, of course, predictions that everyone else has made that we have talked about here so far for Fastlane. The United States Championship matchup here, myself, J.D., Ann, and Anil uh, picked uh, Bobby Roode to retain the U.S. title, while John Gross and Fonzie do pick uh, Randy Orton to win the U.S. title. The, the six, the uh, uh, let me see, uh, the the challenge, the special challenge match for the WWE title. Uh, myself, J.D., John, and Ann pick AJ Styles to retain the WWE belt, while Fonzie and Anil pick John Cena to win that match. And, of course, the bet was made between, I do believe, uh, Fonzie and John, that if if, uh, John Cena wins the uh, WWE title, then tomorrow on Raw Radio, they will play John Cena's old Doctor of Thunganomics theme song as the opening theme for Raw Radio. But if AJ Styles retains, then AJ Styles' theme will be played as the opener for Raw Radio. And I do see now we have on the line here, of course, I was just joining some of the chat box a moment ago. We do have the Rattlesnake and Neil Patel coming in on here. And Neil, welcome to special edition of Revolution, episode 471. Oh, thanks, Chad. Thank you. Uh, just running down here really quickly here, uh, everyone's picks here thus far. Uh, the women's championship matchup, everybody here has chosen Charlotte to retain over Ruby Riot. Uh, the tag team title match, uh, Myself and JD have chosen the New Day to win the belts, while everyone, John, Fonzie, Ann, and you and Neil have chosen the Usos to retain. The match that was just made on Tuesday between Naomi and Becky Lynch, uh, between Naomi and Becky Lynch and the team of Natalia and Carmella, uh, everyone has chosen uh, Becky and Naomi to retain. And the match that was also made this past Tuesday between Shinsuke Nakamura and Rusev, uh, uh, everyone has chosen Nak- uh, Shinsuke Nakamura to pull off the win in this match here. Uh, one question I didn't get a chance to ask JD this before he left, and that, the Neil, but I will ask you, and I, even though I know that you have chosen the Usos here, uh, the one question I'm sure, another question I'm going to ask about this match was, of course, since it was announced that the New Day was going to have another opportunity for the tag titles, is what combination of the New Day what do you think they will use uh, for this match here? And it could, it could be several. It could be several different alternatives here. But it seems how you got, let's say, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, and Big E. Uh, your personal opinion, Neil. I know you know. I know you chose the Usos, but like I said, we're just just out of your personal opinion. Who do you think will be chosen? Uh, who will be the two out of the three guys out of the New Day that will be chosen to go after the Usos for the tag titles? Um, let's see here. I have, okay, so, okay, the two things might happen. Let's, uh, they might go with the, uh, the high players. They might do Kofi and, uh, Xavier as they do, or they might, uh, have a powerhouse, uh, team as Biggie and Kofi, because Biggie and Kofi are pretty good together. I mean, uh, I, I can't count out Xavier Woods, but he doesn't have a lot of, uh, what do you call it, um, wrestling moves in in his, um, in his, uh, DNA, you know, so Kofi has like, you know, a couple of moves um, up his sleeve, but I, I don't think Xavier would be a good option. So I think, I think Kofi and Biggie would be a good option. 
just to, just to challenge them. But I think yeah, Usos are too uh, too uh, good for for um, the New Day. You know, I know I know I know the tag titles have been changing hands uh, recently between the two tag teams, which you know it's kind of like hot potato. But I mean, I think they should give like um, a new tag team a chance. I know Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable Chad Gable were supposed to uh, go for them, but I guess they I guess they lost their opportunity. Was that is that what that was? I think I think so. I mean, I, I'm not sure unless, like I said, the New Day just. I heard it. I think the New Day just won just just recently won a uh, a number one contenders match. I think it was not too long ago mm-hmm. to decide who was going to face the Usos at Fastlane. I guess the New Day just happened to uh, just happened to be the team that won it. Uh, right. So, so, it, so it, that's probably the way they went with that. Uh, I know they mm-hmm. normally use. I noticed a lot of times they've normally used uh, uh, Kofi and Big E. Now, sometimes mm-hmm. they've used Xavier, but sometimes they've, they've, they've taken that to a point to where, okay, if they use Xavier in any combination, then that normally has kind of like a a weak, kind of a weak link. Basically. Right. Basically. right. But regardless, whoever, you know, the one advantage they'll have is one thing I forgot to mention here is that if, in fact, um, whoever they decide, they decide to use in the New Day ends up winning them, then, of course, they'll probably end up going back using the, of course, what's referred to as the uh, Freebird rule. And that is basically any any combination, any any two of them, regardless, I mean, I mean even Xavier could be, of course, be back in the mix, be in the mix of this, of course. And um, any two of them, because the New Day itself would be considered the tag champions, regardless of whatever combination you use. Uh, so, so regardless of that, I think the Freebird rule may go back into effect here for that. Of course, that's been used on a lot of different situations. I mean, I think the biggest, if you, I'm sure you would probably remember this group or not. Uh, I don't know if you do, but but I know one. I know one. Uh, uh, one group that they kind of used that on, of course, is one of the biggest groups I've ever re- that I recall, and that was the Spirit Squad, in which it was five guys in the group, and and all of them they actually held the World Tag Titles. It was back around 2006 during the angle with DX, and um, and I think any two of them, I think all of them competed, but um, um, unless unless they made them, you know, pick two two or two of their five guys in order to win it. I think eventually it took two legends to get those belts off of them. And I think that was, uh, I'm not mistaken, I think it was Flair and Piper, if I'm not too much mistaken. Uh, okay. But, yeah, but I think they'll end up going back doing the, if the New Day pulls it off, I think they'll go back and do the Freebird rule thing, uh-huh. uh, so to speak. So, uh, but uh, as you said on the chat box here, you believe that the, that this is a decent card of matches here for tonight's event. Uh, uh, one question, and again, it's one I'm sure that, I'm sure that JD would probably have a pretty good answer to this. But let me ask you this here: your opinion here, and Neil, uh, which of these of these six matches, in your personal opinion, if any of them uh, leaves any sort of huge impact? You know, going in towards WrestleMania, which match, which of these matches do you think will make the biggest impact out of all these six tonight? Uh well, I mean, the Fatal Five Way would be a good idea because, like, uh, or no, Six Pack Challenge. Sorry, yeah, the Six Pack Challenge would be a 
it would be a big one because, like I said, um, like no, like you said, uh, me and Fonzie are going for Cena, and then uh, and uh, John and JD are going for uh, AJ to retain. So that, so that could be um, a good good WrestleMania match either way. You know, if it's uh, AJ versus uh, Shinsuke or John Cena versus Shinsuke, anyone versus Shinsuke to be could be a could be a good match. You know. Whoever wins out of this, they get Shinsuke is already a lock, you know, so he's not going anywhere, you know. You're gonna face him regardless, so. Right, and of course, like I said, Shinsuke already has secured his spot in that match. The question is, is that who's going to bring the belt to uh, to uh, go up against Shinsuke? That's going to be the big question. Mm. Uh, Yeah, I mean that one. I would see that one. That possibly followed by the women's belt and possibly the uh, possibly the. I would say the maybe the U.S. belt, possibly because uh, they're they're throwing out the possibility because there've been a few few things thrown out here uh, for WrestleMania here, and one 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 of those that I heard was uh, the U.S. title match. I also heard that uh, that they may, in some capacity, place Jinder Mahal in in a U.S. title match at WrestleMania, but I am not I am not confirmed that. I've been hearing that through different circles, including, of course, Four Eleven Mania, that where we read a lot of our stories on our shows each and every week. Uh, so I'm not sure where they'll go with that, but I think these three may be ones that might make the most impact. But uh, but I think they're trying to maybe get Nakamura a little bit. Maybe getting cooled down a bit, but then getting warmed right back up here. With, of course, as JD said, about four weeks is when we'll have WrestleMania, and so we'll have to wait and see what happens with uh, what happens with that there. Indeed, uh, but still, overall, I think with the, I think I'm glad that they at least added two more. I think you know six matches going into this, depending upon how long each match takes. It should be a good. It should be a good. Uh, it should be a good contest here. Nonetheless, uh, obviously, I'm sure you would have to put the WWE title match as the, as the main event because seeing as how um, you're going to have, like I said, uh, what was it, five guys, five or six guys? Yeah, six guys, yeah, yeah, five guys, uh, six guys, yeah. yeah. Right, so obviously, uh, obviously the women's tag match may be a pre-show, I'm not sure. Uh, mm. There's been talks about that, maybe they may be leaning it towards the pre-show a pre-show match, but I'm not sure exactly on that. Uh, but pretty much all the belts on SmackDown are up for grabs in this. The U.S. title, the women's title, the WWE title, and the tag title. So right. that's one of the first, that's that's a very rare occasion where you have an event where all the belts were involved. And um, this is one question I asked J.D., and then, I, then we'll, Call it. We'll call it here for for this prediction show here, Neil. Neil, let me put your take on this. Uh, as JD did report not too long ago, it was said that after WrestleMania, that they were going to um, that this was going to be like the last pay per view, which was going to be including superstars just from one brand. Uh, after WrestleMania, they're, they're talking about that that including, of course, the big four uh, pay-per-views, that all the pay-per-views in WWE was going to feature superstars from both brands, Raw and SmackDown. Uh, in your personal opinion, sir, do you think this is going to be a good idea? Okay, so they're going to stop doing the uh, the one for Raw, one for SmackDown deal? 
I think that's what, from what I've heard JD say, that's what they're talking about doing. Uh, mm-hmm. And they're, they're saying that the pay-per-view is supposed to, all I heard, mainly heard, is that they're supposed to be including superstars from both brands on on all the pay-per-views, is what I've heard. Right. Uh, yeah, I think I think that's that's how it should have been, but this uh, superstar shake-up nonsense actually ruined everything, you know, with, with, ever since that happened, that... That's when they started making pay-per-views for both for both brands. That's not how it should have been, you know. It should have been just like just like how it was like a long time ago, where you had Raw and SmackDown on different brands, but you had both shows feature on featuring the same pay-per-view. It should it should be like the old days, but now I guess they want to I guess change it, but it, but people are not agreeing to it. I I totally I don't agree with it either. I why why have one one pay-per-view for Raw and one pay-per-view for SmackDown? Why don't you just put everyone together in one pay-per-view and make, like, at least 12... Yeah, there used to be 11 or 12 matches in one pay-per-view. Why don't you just do that, you know? Instead of making just five, six matches for for both Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, I I agree with that. Why why they um, why they do it that way, you know? I mean, this is... Obviously, this is an an experiment. Uh, WWE has always been known for trying different ways to improve the product... And even I've, I've even said on several occasions that what they're doing is they're, they're I'm sure they're probably going back with older ideas, and they're trying to re and but they're revamping them to work in the modern day. Right. But basically, but basically, you know, all it is is just a it's just it's it's an old idea with a cover on. That's pretty much you know what the that's pretty much what what they what they have listed here. So. But we'll have to wait and see what happens. Is I think JD said sometime in May is when they're supposed. To, April or May is when they're supposed to be starting to do this. So, okay. um, well, maybe in May because I mean, obviously April will have WrestleMania. I don't think we'll have another pay per view on that year. I mean, that month, next month. Right. Not, I think it's going to be just one pay per view, obviously, and that is, of course, WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll have to wait and see what happens here because it's uh it's kind of hard to. Uh, but it's kind of kind of hard to say on this. Uh, Neil, any other any other uh, things you wish to add, sir? Um, not 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 really. Yeah, like yeah, like I said, it's uh it's gonna be a, a decent pay per view tonight. I I won't be too excited unless a title change happens. That might that might uh, make me uh, jump jump for joy. Other than that, I mean, yeah, the matches are just clear cut. Like I said, the, uh, the Charlotte versus Ruby Riot, you already know who's gonna win that. So that's why I said it. Some winners are just going to be predicted. And, yeah, the Bobby Randy Orton, I picked Bobby Roode. So if Randy wins, then I guess they want him, you, you know, to win win a title that he hasn't uh, won before, like you mentioned. You, just, you know, he said he's, he's won every title, but the U.S. title is the only one that he hasn't had on his resume. So I guess they'll let him win tonight just to put it on his resume, I, I guess. I mean, it, it doesn't really make sense, but if you make him a U.S. champ, United States champion, why not? Well, there you go. I mean... Kind of what they did with Jericho not too long ago. Because you remember Jericho never won it in. Uh, I, I think he did in WCW, but I don't think he ever did mm-hmm. in WWE up until sometime last year, I think. So, so obviously, you know, they won't. And of course, obviously, with with Jericho going going to be off uh, off of away from WWE for a while to be, of course, doing things with his band. Obviously, mm-hmm. uh, uh, of course, you know, uh, Fozzie, I think, is the name of his band. Uh, obviously, they wanted to give him a little bit of a push, and even though he didn't hold it for very long, of course, now they can safely say, "Okay, now Jericho has held the United States belt in WWE." They can see so he's done that now. So there you go. Mm-hmm. So you 
and that there's a list of wrestling accomplishments. So, but you have to see what happens here, guys. Uh, on that note, here, ladies and gentlemen, I do want to thank everyone for listening here today for episode number 471. Of course, special edition of Revolution, of course, our prediction show for Fastlane 2018. Uh, of course, I do want to th- do want to thank, uh, of course, the Rattlesnake and Neil Patel right here. Also, the Iceman Jared DiGirolamo. He was Suplex Machine, John Gross, the Heartbreak Kid, Bonzi, and the last kicker, Anne-Marie Rickenbach, for leaving their predictions. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't get a chance to hear from King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith or the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. Obviously, they had uh, my, they were kind of hoping to make it on, but I guess some prior commitments, uh, they did not get an opportunity to do so. But we'll, 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 we'll uh, sometime between now and Fastlane, we'll hopefully we'll try to get their predictions in, and we'll make, uh, we'll make a few notes here. About about I'll make a couple of notes about that here as well as to, uh, to think as to see what they will what they think about the about tonight's show. But everyone, I want everyone by all means go on the WWE Network. Of course, enjoy WWE Fastlane 2018, and of course later on this evening during my uh, promo for the upcoming shows here this week, I will be giving everyone an update on what has taken place thus far at at tonight's Fastlane pay per view. And may not be everything, ladies and gentlemen, but of course I will have a few. I will have some. I will have uh, some updates on it here as well. Of course, <clears throat> you'll be hearing that here about uh, say about 9:30 here uh, this evening. So for the Iceman, Jared DiGiolamo, the Rattlesnake, and Neil Patel, and the rest of the panel, way too tough to handle of the WWS Radio Network. This is Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw saying thank you very much for listening here this afternoon. Um, please enjoy Fastlane 2018. And, of course, that will be a big topic of discussion here, of course, uh, tomorrow on WWS Raw Radio. And we'll definitely, since, of course, with this being a SmackDown pay-per-view, we'll talk about it on Wednesday night. Uh, of course, after we talk about our thoughts and opinions about Tuesday night's SmackDown live broadcast. Uh, Revolution is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com, where we are two years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Neil, thank you very much for joining us, sir. And JD, uh, if you're listening out there, bud, thank you again for for calling in here and uh, coming in. Uh, take care of yourselves and each other. We will see you in the ring. Enjoy Fastlane 2018. And as always, here in the WWS Radio Network, right here on TalkShoe.com. God bless everyone, and have a terrific evening. Enjoy Fastlane again, folks. Take care. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 